This is Brick Wall Cinema with your host, Chance the Riot. And on today's episode, me and Sergio will be talking about the new 2024 Jason Statham action movie called The Beekeeper. All right, so this is more of a special kind of exception that we're doing since you're releasing this pretty early, aren't you? Well, now I have to. I was going to release it the day of. Ah, uh, isn't that so early kind of for you? You usually do these on Mondays, don't you? Actually, yeah, I do. So it'll be releasing on Friday. So, hey, new. We're, we got an early screening of this. We got to meet the director. Got to meet a bunch of other when obnoxious, the, loud people in the, the theater. Yeah, the unit two manage, manager too, right? Yeah, and the writer too. Oh, yeah. They're all super nice people too. Oh, yeah, they were great. Yeah, we had to go all the way to LA for that. It was a trip. Yeah, for you, I had to drive. Anyway, let's start with a synopsis for The Beekeeper. On IMDb, it says, In The Beekeeper, one man's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after he is revealed to be a former operative of a powerful and clan design organization known as Beekeepers. So, Sergio, let's start with our first impressions. Well, I actually did not go into this expecting too much, mostly because like we had just because the last station Jason Statham movie that we saw was the Meg 2. And honestly, the movie was not that good, but I did like I did like seeing it because it was just really funny to me because I did not take anything seriously. But I was interested to see what Jason Statham had done because like he's a pretty good action movie star. And but when I came in here, I was pleasantly surprised to see like I enjoyed this movie. It was very the story was very simple and you could probably see like the beats of it coming from like a mile away but overall if you just don't try to dig too much deep into it because it's a very simple story you get to like pretty enjoyable ride of a of an action movie i thought it was way better than i expected it to be because yeah last movie you dragged me to was meg to the trench and i still resent you to this day for that i'm never gonna let you lose down I, it doesn't matter to me it should it only matters to you with this is all. Because I had to go through that shit. You were too busy laughing your ass off. I'm there just watching like, this is my life. This is where I am. Watching a big prehistoric shark fight Jason Statham. Anyway, for but the beekeeper, yeah, it was very simple. It, but that sort of is charm with it, I think. It really relied more on the characters rather than the story. Yeah, because the story is very simple. Just... A guy that work, that's hanging out with his neighbor, which is, that's like pretty old, played by Felicia Rashad. And after she gets scammed by some people on phone, takes they take all her money. She kills herself and he just on the rampage to kill off all the people that work to get that done. Because like it's part of a bigger organization where they do this to all kinds of people all the time. So, yeah yeah because as soon as he finds that because i'm pretty sure like at the beginning i think it was more about like him just getting revenge for his name for that woman who was hired who hired him his neighbor but then when he goes there and he sees all this stuff happening it just turns into like it keeps getting bigger saying like i'm gonna take this down then i'm gonna take the next thing down it's like cutting off the head of a hydra or head of a queen like the queen bee oh yeah yeah we're gonna be doing a lot of bee puns here today so get ready to hear that followed by <laughs> he said it he said it so get ready for that. 
right. And uh, one uh, one interesting question we came up with when we're watching the movie is like, this is a, a kind of like an unsuspecting job for like a expert, like a kind of operative to kind of have. But we were thinking like, what other kind of jobs actually would feel like a ex operative would actually take up and would be like a pretty surprising kind of job for them to take? We were thinking like a like a janitor or something like that, right? Yeah, you say janitor. There was also um, the doctor, but I'm not sure if that's as surprising because doctors usually have like a good like um, understanding of the human body. And we've seen that kind of like in Death Wish. Death Wish. Tell me about Death Wish, Sergio. Death Wish, well, it was with Bruce Willis and it was a pretty interesting, it's kind of the same as Beekeeper, but um, the main character who is, who's played by Bruce Willis is not like an expert in like a, a assassins or weapons or anything. He's just a doctor who's a really good guy and his house gets targeted and his, while his uh, wife and daughter are still in the house by uh, robbers and then his uh, daughter ends up in the hospital and his wife dies and he goes on this kind of like downward spiral where he just while his daughter is in the hospital he just kind of goes like he feels helpless and he can't do much and you get kind of like a backstory about like him then after a while it boils over to the part where like he just sees all this stuff happening because like he's a doctor and he sees all the people being hurt and he's like i can't take it anymore and he goes he gets a gun he finds out how to use it and he actually uses what he knows around how the hospital works to actually try and get like a sort of like a retribution on the people who actually hurt his family that's been like a remake off of the charles bronson movie right i think so i have not seen it though oh it's pretty good you gotta watch it oh uh, yeah we well, we might do that as well yeah let's do that in honor of Another action movie coming out. That's going to be my new system. We're going to try releasing a movie based off of what's coming out at the time and do a movie that's related to it in some way or some form. But for this one, we don't know yet. This is a new movie. just came out of nowhere. So let's talk about the cast, Sergio. Apart from Jason Statham, we already know Jason Statham. Is, he's like, he's a beast on screen. Oh, yeah. They even talked about it like during like the after the movie, like how the the, the director and the writer and the unit manager, they were all talking about like how it was, how he was like pretty like intelligent about like the editing part. Right. Like he wanted to see all cuts in the movie and make sure every shot was right. Every punch was right. And they nailed it. Like, I won't be surprised if later in his future, he's going to start directing his own action movies. Or maybe be a producer. Either He's way. He's a producer. Oh, yeah, he is? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I produced this movie. Oh, that's cool. And we also got Jeremy Irons in the movie as the CIA. Is he a former C, um, FBI or C, or still running this FBI? You mean the, the old guy who's trying to protect the guy, the kid? Yeah, the guy to play Scar and Lion King. Uh, no, he's a former because like he quit that in order to join the company and to make sure that everything runs smoothly and to make sure he doesn't get into much trouble. Okay. And we also got Josh Hutcherson as the president's son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the same guy who played uh, the older brother in Sethura and also was in Five Nights at Freddy's? Yes. I knew he was familiar. Like, as soon as he came on, I'm like, he looks familiar. I can bet I know him. And it was like, oh, yeah, he looks exactly like those actors. But I wasn't sure if it was him because he looks dramatically different from those roles. Did you ever see the meme of him that's been out lately? No, I don't think so. What meme? Throughout, um, so the new Hunger Games movie came out a couple of months ago in November, and like social media, there was this whole thing going around saying like it's a credit scene where it just shows a picture of him with his, holding his arm behind his back, like smiling, <laughs> <We're> freaking. <out. laughs> 
Oh, yeah. wow. So he's one of 2023 memes, which was no longer, sorry, dated. And we're doing this in 2024. We already date ourselves. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this movie also started really fast. Didn't you think so? Like it starts off with the killing, like everything less than like 10 minutes in the movie. And also it, the movie's in and out. Oh yeah. Like it, it, like I get what you mean it started off like really simple like it just like went right into it and I kind of like that because like I feel like uh, some action movies they actually they they focus so much on the action that it's really hard to get into like some of the, uh, the other stuff that leads up to it so I feel like this actually did a pretty good job of like laying the groundwork for why this is happening it didn't spend too much time with it like I said like we said before it's a very simple story so it mostly like backs off on the mostly like doubles down on the action as as much as possible right and even the action is top notch here I mean, oh yeah one of the best action movies i've seen ever well i'm not sure if ever because i still had to i had to refresh my memories on some of the action movies i've seen but yeah i would say it's one instant like probably in like the top 10 also one thing i should let the audience know that's listening to this podcast is this movie it says action thriller but this is honestly a comedy it's a <laughs> comedy <laughs> i think it's more of us like you just laugh at the cheesy lines and kind of like the b puns that they make even though it's few and far between despite how serious it is those kind of things just have a comedic element to it like you can they, laugh at how serious this is they know when to be serious and when to be funny ah, ah, he said it he said it oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh, that's not my best b pun <laughs> it's definitely not my best uh, anyway, I honestly got a little bummed out that we didn't get more Felicia Rashad in the movie either. Because like when I saw her in the opening credits, I'm like, oh, she can be in the movie the whole time. She got an Anne, she got an Anne above her name, so that's I mean, she's like royalty in this movie. But no, she's the one that dies in the beginning. I didn't. I believe she becomes more of like a motivation rather than anything. But uh, it was nice to see her in the movie. Like she, did, I get, I get it because that's basically what her character was. They pretty much like said that in the trailer. Like she's not gonna be like a the biggest part of the movie, but she will be like a looming like motivation for the character. So it kind of makes sense to me. I didn't really expect her to be like in the movie for very long. Throughout watching the movie, I also had the thought saying. This movie feels like it's based off an old 80s action TV show. Oh, you know what? That's exactly what the director said, saying like he wanted to draw inspiration from the action movies he watched growing up. Yeah, I, I forgot about he said. I forgot they said that because like this reminds me of the Equalizer too. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like him putting things in his own hands and also for something very small and it's like it's still a big thing that happened around the world. But he's focused on one because it happened to one person close to him that that's when his push, that's the push to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I think it's not this guy. I think it's gonna spawn a franchise. What do you think? Spawn a franchise? I feel like it. It kind of actually it reminds me a lot of like Extraction with like the amount of action. The action is top notch, kind of like Extraction that I saw on Netflix. But it has that old kind of style to it that you see from action movies from back then, and that's kind of refreshing in a way. And I would really like to see more of this, but I'm not really sure what else they would do it because, like, it feels like, well, what are they going to do? Is it going to be like the old action movies where he gets close to someone again and then he they die again? It's going to be like that kind of cycle because I, I kind of hope they do something different with that if they do actually try to make a franchise out of this. Yeah, because he's still alive at the end. Yeah, we're doing spoilers. F- it. Ah. Hey, he's still alive at the end. Oh yeah, he's still alive, and it's a pretty bad end exit for a movie, though. Yeah, we should source. He's in my head canon. He's he drives and he dives into the ocean. I think he's just gonna go to 
Did a Meg three. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in the ocean. He's like, like there's a big shark down there. And, <laughs> and then it's like, then it starts off with the Meg. <laughs> Doing a Jason Statham cinematic universe, y'all. Uh, we in it. We here now. <laughs> you like my impression, Sergio? It's top notch, isn't it? Uh, I'm the beekeeper. Uh, uh, he said it. He said it. <laughs> even okay well, i want to talk about something else like when josh hutcherson talks i'm not gonna i forgot his name in the movie but like the president's son who came up saying <laughs> the president's son talks to jeremy irons and said like um some beekeepers there and he like jeremy irons like loses from me he's like oh my god did you say beekeeper no fucking way. You know, if a beekeeper wants to dead, you're fucking dead. <laughs> like, and my head, I'm looking at Sergio saying, what the fuck is up with beekeepers in this world? Is <laughs> Are they not who we think we are? Yeah. Yeah. I actually knew about this because like, uh, when I remember from, I remember this from the trailer that they mentioned that beekeepers is another word for a special covert operators that work in secret in the society and make sure that the system is unharmed. But he's actually a beekeeper. Yes. He keeps bees. <laughs> <laughs> He said it. He said it. <laughs> well, yeah, I felt. I guess that's like kind of like a pun of like on the movie of its own, saying like the beekeeper is is an operative called a beekeeper. It just feels like just kind of obvious. I feel like he's really dedicated to beekeeping, though. If that's just a term that they use, why is he so bent on keeping that beekeeper motif throughout everything he does? Uh, uh, he said it. He said it. <laughs> I think it's more of just like just being just a pun of like the beekeeper is an opera called the beekeeper. Like I said, the story is very simple. There's not much you should really dig into it. Like not much you can like not much depth to it. So uh, if you're just going to if you're going to try and like uh, analyze every single thing and use logic or That's like my job, if you're going to analyze like every little thing, just like because it, it's not something you should look too far into. Because like it's mostly it's you just focus you just have a good time with the action and you just follow the story because it's very simple and not much you should really look into because like I said like we said before it's a very very simple story. I mean I'm gonna rewatch it for sure because it's honestly really fun. I, my parents will love this movie. Oh yeah. And actually I think it'll keep my mom awake because she usually just falls asleep through movies like movies just in, ge- just in general lately. Uh, yeah, my mom does the same thing too. I don't get what it is with moms. When, when, like They just fall asleep during the movie. Yeah, like mainly with my mom, she falls asleep instantly when it comes to space movies, except for Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Like You know, I, it happens to the same thing with my mom. Like I, She loves horror movies, and I would put on a horror movie, she falls asleep instantly. It doesn't matter. Whatever movie I put, it doesn't matter what I'm like putting mom. on. My mom likes horror movies. She likes horror movies, but I put on a horror movie like a years ago, and it was about a mother and a daughter trying to survive in a in a in a in their crashed car as some kind of bear like monster keeps trying to rip at them. And the it's a long time ago, so no one cares about spoilers. But the mother dies, and the girl has to walk out of the forest by herself, and it just cuts off from there. I'm like, and I look over to him, and it's like that was interesting. And she, I just that was that was interesting. I was like, she's just over there sleeping. <laughs> She's just dead asleep. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he's nudge your mom. Like, 
Oh, mom, wake up. Oh, what? I'm sorry. I thought, I was, I was, I'm awake. I'm awake, sweet. I'm awake. I'm awake. No, I just, I just, I just left the room. And then when she woke up, she's like, did the movie finish? I was like, yes, I did an hour ago. Yeah, and it hurts. Like when you try, when they want to watch a movie and they put, they make you put it on, but then they fall asleep and get stuck watching it while they're asleep. Yes. And then you get, when they wake up, like you're gone out of the room. Like, where are, where'd he go? We're watching a movie. That happens. When you're asleep. So, I don't care. Let's that happens on. so many times, even movies we've seen before. And even once she knows, or even once she hasn't heard of, she just falls asleep sleep and as soon as it's done i leave and she's like did the movie finish i'm like yeah she's like oh okay (laughs) she's like don't feel those so defeated this is your fault for falling asleep you don't even make an effort to stay awake (laughs) just play playing it from the beginning we already started again this is the third time watching it again (laughs) yeah even movies she's watched and i want to rewatch. she just falls asleep instantly she's like i don't remember watching this because you fall asleep (laughs) i try have my mom always wants me to put on a show for her like she watches but she falls asleep while watching the show. So every time I point a show, it takes like five minutes for me to find what episode she's on. Because every show she watches is always previously on. And she thinks, oh, yeah, I've seen that part. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Well, I haven't seen that before. Wait, go an episode back. Go episode back. No, it's too far. Another one back. Wait, no, I saw this. Let's go ahead. Like, oh, well, sh- I'm sorry then. Yeah, my mom does the same thing, but it's just that for every movie she hasn't seen, she's always asking why, like, why this? Why that? Well, you're going to have to keep watching because that's the whole plot of the movie. They start talking like Jack Skeleton, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. What's this? What's this? <laughs> There's magic in the air. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. It's <stuff> everywhere. <laughs> All right, Danny Elfman. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Let's give our ratings. All right. I'll give us a four out of five. To be honest, I enjoyed this so much. Like, I doubt I would have found it as funny some of the puns that were in the movie or some of the situations because, like, in the theater that we were, you remember the guy that was laughing so much? He got my fucking nerves. You saw that. I nudged you. Him and his girlfriend, they have, like, two distinct laughs, but they still wouldn't shut up. Like, I can't even get bad at them either. Because, like, he's like, they're like, would they make, like, a joke saying, "You what you do, like, you're a beekeeper. I told you to stay down. I never stand down. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. That was so accurate that you just, the laugh you did, that was as accurate to what he did. Yeah, because exactly how he fing did that multiple times where I can easily replicate it. No, I know. It's just that for me, it didn't bother me as much. For me, it just sounded like a sound effect. Like, it just was really funny to hear because his laugh was so distinct like that. You know what it sounded like to me? <laughs> remember, B- remember the Lego Batman movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the Lego Batman movie, like he, his laugh. That's exactly how it f- sounded. If if uh, if you want to know what he sounds like, <laughs> yeah, that's his voice. That was a little, a little bit higher. His voice was, but uh, for me, it didn't bother me as much because I just had so much fun watching the movie, and his laugh just made me feel like uh, like this is funny because like the story is so simple and there's so many like cliches that are with it that you kind of laugh at it but like seeing it by yourself you're like you're just awestruck by the amount of action there is in there so for me i honestly didn't nothing really bothered me about it it was a simple story but it felt like it worked and i just like jason seeing seeing jason statum just punching people in the face <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so uh, to me i i feel like right now a five out of five pretty much five out of five holy sh- we need a soundbite for five out of five because that's a that's a big feat. Yeah, five out of five. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know why I enjoyed it so much, but I guess I just like I'm a big sucker for like action adventure movies. You just call yourself a sucker. Yeah. Why? No, yes, that was pretty weird. Okay, go go ahead. 
Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just I just like this movie and I seen Jason Statham I seen a lot of his movies recently, so I just really enjoyed it. So you say this is top five for you? Probably movies? Yeah. I think I still have to go with Crank for me, man. Crank? Crank. Which one was Crank? Crank is the one where he has a like have a battery on his heart. You never seen it before? I don't think so. Is it on Netflix or something? I don't know where it's on, but I remember watching when I was younger. But I thought it was like, it's like wait, so does he wait, action. does he have to have like a adrenaline pumping through him? Yes. Oh yes, I know about that one. That one was weird to me because I only because like I watched like uh action movies that are like thrill rides, and the description that the person was giving is like this guy has to constantly go through thrills of every kind just to stay alive. Like he has to go doing a hands, he has to drag a woman on handstand, doing a handstand onto a racetrack and dodge all the horses running by him and i was like this is this is a weird movie but it looks like it might be fun <laughs> but i never got around to watching it because i had no idea where to get it all right so any final thoughts for you no i believe that's all all right same for me and i think that we can call it an episode hey everyone thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe to our channel and follow us on instagram facebook x and tiktok at brick wall cinema have a cinematic day.